You're listening to Season 2, Episode 3 of the Destiny by Degree podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking all about getting out of a slump in your job. Could be a period of unmotivation, feeling uninspired. You know, personally, I have felt like this a few different times in my career. I know that during COVID, a lot of people felt this way. And it can be really tough to determine, you know, is this a permanent slump and I do I need to change careers or change companies, or is this something that I can feel reinvigorated about? So in this episode, I'm going to talk all about that. So if you're feeling a bit unmotivated or a bit uninspired in your role, then this episode is for you. Thanks for being here. I'm Ashley Linkwich, and at the age of 23, I had moved across the world, had a successful engineering career, and was incredibly unhappy. I knew that changing my life had to start from within, so I quit my job and made it my mission to not only create a life by design for myself, but help other young professionals do the same. So if you're feeling unfulfilled, want more out of life, or want to eliminate a sense of obligation to your degree, then this podcast is for you because you're going to learn how to transform yourself in order to transform your life. You're listening to the Destiny by Degree podcast, and I'm glad you're here. Welcome back to the Destiny by Degree podcast. Thank you so much for being here, for tuning into this episode. It's something that I feel quite passionate about because I've I've felt this way recently. I've felt it over the last five years. Honestly, no matter how much you love your company or even love your job, I think it's inevitable that you will feel in a bit of a slump at different points. And especially even more so if you're kind of hot and cold about your company or your role, or you're looking for something else, it can be really easy to feel like you're in a slump. You know, that period of unmotivation or feeling uninspired or just like a bit like things are harder, like you're pushing things uphill. And I think that that's really common, especially with young professionals now. I think that being a young professional in the social media age, you know, you're, you're constantly bombarded with people and their opinions about your career and why you shouldn't work a nine to five and how you need to be an entrepreneur and how you need to be an investor. Why aren't you day trading? You know, it's, there's so much outside noise that I think that that also contributes to being in a slump. I mean, not to mention COVID, the isolation that we felt for a number of years. I know that many of us are just kind of coming out on the other side into a more normal lifestyle again or a normal workflow again. Although like so much has changed, including working from home, a lot of us are still remote 100% of the time. I'm lucky enough to be able to go back into the office as much as I want, but granted the office is empty. So it's, there's not many people there at all. So i I feel like the, the time has completely changed. The way that we work has completely changed, but that does not mean that we are exempt from feeling unmotivated in our role. And so in this episode, I'm going to talk about a few different ways that you can get out of that slump if that's something that you're interested in. And now I say, if that's something you're interested in, because ultimately sometimes there is a permanent slump. And that could be if you're uninspired, if you're 
unaligned with the company as well. I know that in previous episodes, I've talked about, you know, values and values are super, super important. I've personally had jobs before where I enjoyed the position to an extent that I needed to anyways, and, you know, fiercely love it, but I liked it, but I was misaligned with the company and it wasn't something that I could carry on carry on doing. So there is a question here about, you know, are you interested in even getting out of the slump? I'm not really going to go through that in this episode. And I think I do have some other episodes that look at how to really make that decision. Ultimately, it comes down to yourself, your values with your company, what your own personal values are, where you want to go in your career. I think there is a time and a place to switch jobs. And it's definitely more frequently than it used to be. There's absolutely no harm in changing positions, but I think that first and foremost, you need to really look at, is this just a temporary slump that I can get out of? Are there opportunities for me within the company to re-inspire me to to do my job or, or make me love it again? Or is it something that you know, no, nothing is going to change or I want to go in a different direction and another company can provide me with that. So I think, I think that that's an important exercise to go through because there is, of course, you know, like they say, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. And I think that that's true, but I think that a slump, like I said, is inevitable in any role that you have. You know, you could have really great culture and still just have different seasons of inspiration. And I think, you know, they talk about that in business. They talk about that in, in all sorts of different areas. And I think that that's very applicable here as well. So that is an important exercise to first decide, you know, is this something that I want to get out of? Do I want to continue with this role and continue with this company? Or is it no, it's not that I just think the grass is greener on the other side. It's that I seriously want to go in a different direction. I'm misaligned with the company values, or it's just really, really not suiting me. And I think that that's an absolutely fair call as well. Okay. So there are five different things that I have personally done in order to get out of a slump in my role. And of course, like the entire podcast, I can only speak from my own personal experience, but that's a really great opportunity. I would love to hear your thoughts on this as well in terms of if there's anything else that you've used to get out of a bit of a slump. So for me personally, the worst time in my career that I noticed was when we were in COVID. I was in Melbourne lockdown. I was eating, sleeping, and working all in the same room from my bedroom. You know, my desk was set up right next to my bed and it was incredibly isolating. Of course, I had people living in my house and and that was okay. But in terms of work, it was so isolating. And for those of you that don't know too, I'm the only real developer in my company that I work for doing what I do. So all of my projects really just relied on me. It wasn't like I was on calls much during the day at that time. I was just really working by myself, living by myself, completely isolated. So getting out of the slump there and even recently working from home, being in a bit of a slump is meeting up with people and collaborating, whether that's on projects at work, different calls that I can be involved in, all sorts of different things. And this will actually also 
kind of tie in with another tip that I have about expanding your current suite of projects, not to just take on more work for the sake of it, but in order to get that collaboration, you know, so that you're talking with people, you're inspired, you have, you know, changing to-dos. It's not just the same projects that you're working on every day and definitely meeting up with people. Like even, even when I am working from home, I really, really enjoy going out to like meetup groups and things like that. Obviously during lockdown, that was not possible, but now it is. And I think this is also a great way for other people to ask you questions about your career or you to ask them questions and you'll get inspiration from other people. You'll get ideas about what they're doing. You'll get inspiration about, you know, different projects you could be working on or what they think of your job. And, you know, it's not to say that their opinion really matters, but I think just talking about it and, and hearing what others are working on can be really, really inspiring. So get out there, collaborate if you can, you know, if you can get back into the office and your office isn't empty, I think that that's a really motivating thing as well is to just collaborate and see people for me, like putting work clothes on and, and taking the ferry into the city is, is quite motivating and uplifting as well. Coming from small town Canada, where granted I grew up in the mountains, but I went to university in the prairies. It's really beautiful and really motivating to take that trip into the city. So wherever you are, I think that collaborating is a really good way, which actually feeds into the second point that I have about taking on different projects or working with a new team. And of course, you know, this depends on your company, but something that I'm always telling people or telling young professionals, whether it be in my meetup group or other things, is that you have to ask for what you want. You know, it's not just going to fall on your desk, although I would much prefer that because I personally hate having uncomfortable conversations or confronting conversations, but like asking to be added to a different project or get involved is there's absolutely no harm in that. And it can be very motivating for me personally. I've used this tip recently because I wanted to step away from the development side of things and get more into the strategy side and the business side of things. And so I actually spoke with one of the managers who's also on the lead team with me. And I knew that he was working on some strategy around an engineering offer that we have. And I've just asked to be involved, you know, not necessarily because I have anything grand to add to it that that him and the team wouldn't have thought of, but just that I would really like to be involved in that, see how they're rolling it out, see what their strategy is, you know, think about the long-term strategy and, and just generally being involved in that. So whether that's asking to work on a new team, you know, for for us specifically at, at my company, we're all kind of on the same team. We don't have specific teams. But I know that even with my partner, Joe, who's in a software company, they often have different teams. And a bunch of our friends who have worked at other software companies, such as, you know, Atlassian and different places like that, that are quite big and have lots of teams, something that they've all done as well is asked to be on different teams, you know, in their review process, they're saying, look, you know, I've, I've enjoyed my team and they're great, but I'm feeling a bit bored with this. Can I move to another team? And I think that that's a really great way to feel reinvigorated with your job and more inspired. 
Of course, like I said, taking on different projects. And this is a really good way to move towards what it is that you want to get out of your out of your career or out of your role as well. Like I said, I personally really want to be involved in the business and strategy side of things and have some skin in the game in terms of implementation and and you know the the dollars and the PL impact of that. And taking on those projects is a really good way to get exposure to that as well as to just get your foot in the door without fully being in the door so that you can kind of test the waters a bit. So you could take on a new project, you know, with finance, or you could take on a project with, I don't know, for us, it might be engineering or operations. And I mean, I I often have my foot in a lot of doors with my company currently, but I think that that is a really great way to feel inspired as well as to work with new people perhaps and work with a new team. So that is a tip that I personally use all the time is finding new projects that are exciting to me, whether it is a strategy piece, whether it is a financial piece or kind of going down a rabbit hole, looking for something completely different. And that has helped me immensely. It's also helped me build relationships within my business because while we like to think that we kind of see everything in our day to day, you really, you really don't know who's working for the company or what sort of things are happening within the company that you might not be aware of until you start working with these people on these projects. All right. The next one is all about organization getting organized and it's not glamorous, but for me personally, I feel completely overwhelmed if I'm not organized with the things that I want to do and, or need to do really in like my projects, my to-do list, my tasks, all sorts of things. And it's, yeah, like I said, it's not glamorous, you know, this tip, but getting organized really helps because for me, if I'm feeling overwhelmed, I'm unmotivated, I'm disinterested. I'm just out of touch with it completely. And so something that I've implemented in my life as of recently is the use of Trello and Jira, both to help me organize my tasks, organize my projects. They're personally just for me at this point, you know, I'm not working on them with, with other teams. Like I know that they're designed, but it really helps me keep track of, you know, my goals for the week everything that I want to accomplish, you know, things that come up. So I'm not scrambling for a piece of paper, things like that, as well as notion. Notion is a really great like notepad type tool with a lot of great features. And that's what I use for, you know, all of like my business stuff, content creation, daily tasks, you know, right down to meal prepping and vacuuming. And that really makes me feel like, possibly, you know, fictitiously that I have it all together, one, but it's a lot more motivating to know that your work is organized and it doesn't feel like this looming cloud over you because there's nothing more unmotivating than overwhelm. Personally, you know, personally speaking, I just, if I feel like I don't have a good handle on what tasks or what projects I'm working on, then I definitely get into a deep slump in my role. So like I said, I would look at Trello. I would look at Notion. There are heaps of different productivity tools. It's not even productivity, but really just organization tools to keep your projects on track. 
as well as map out different things that you want to work on that would support you with the other two tips. And finally, and similar to what I kind of said earlier, it's about looking at where you want to be and how can you start acting as if you're already in that role. And this is something that I've talked about in previous episodes. And, you know, a bit of a disclaimer here, of course, you have to read the room with your company. You know, you can't just start acting like the GM if you're not the GM, you know, that's that's inappropriate. But there are definitely times and places for where you can start to work like in a role or on projects that, you know, that's that's where you want to be. Like I said earlier, for me, it's the strategy and the business side. And I'll share more about that later in another episode. But, you know, there's a certain area of the business that I really wanted to work on. Perhaps that's a career path for me over the next few years. And so I got involved in the strategy and I got involved in some of the different projects and looking at, you know, how can I better understand this part of the business and help them out and look for ways and opportunities to improve that. And although that's not technically my role at this time, it was really motivating for me to to learn about that part of the business and feel like I'm investing in my future or investing in the role that I want versus the role that I'm currently in now. So I think that that's, it's all about that working backwards in order to feel motivated as well as thinking something that I've heard a lot recently is, you know, how would you act if you knew that that was what was going to happen? So if you knew that the outcome that you were looking for was inevitable, you know, people talk about this in business. Would it be hard for you to start a business if you knew that five years down the line, you know, you would hit a million dollars in revenue or, or whatever it is? No, it wouldn't because you can see the future and and you can you know, have confidence that it's going to work out. So that makes it easy to act to, I guess, follow through with actions on that right now, to take action on that right now. And that's kind of how I feel about this role thing as well, is that, you know, if for me personally, yes, I want to be a GM and I want to be a CEO in the future. And no, I'm not going to go and start acting like the GM of my company because I'm not, but what projects and what things can I get involved in that will really set me up for that? Or how can I learn about the business or invest in myself in order to get closer to that goal? As if I know that it is inevitable. And I'm pretty confident that at this point it is inevitable if I continue on my path. So that's something that can also really bring you out of a slump and be quite motivating is as if as to start acting as if you are where you want to be or as if you are in that role, although not literally. More like how, what can I take on that is an investment in my future in that role? For me, like I said, it's looking at what do I need to do now to get closer to that CEO or GM spot in the future? And of course, that's not right now, but all of the action that I take now, which is very motivating because I know that that's what it's contributing to hopefully in the long term. So I hope that these ideas have have resonated with you. You know, first and foremost, I think definitely check in with yourself to say, look, is this, is this a role that I want to continue with or not? 
And if it's not, then that's completely okay. But if it's a company that you really believe in and it's just the role that you're not super savvy about, then any good manager also will do what they can to help you get into something that's more inspiring for you. But don't beat yourself up about feeling a bit unmotivated or uninspired in in a time period because that is more than normal and something that all of us deal with, to be honest. It's just the seasons of life and there are different ways that we can attack it. You know, there are different ways that we can feel a bit better about it, but also, you know, have empathy for yourself, have grace for yourself and hopefully things get better. And if not, or if you want to take a different direction, then that is perfectly okay too. So with that being said, I'm going to end this shorter than usual episode on that note. Just to wrap up, obviously collaboration with people is so important and meeting up with them, whether that's a meetup group or in the office or taking on different projects and working with a new team. You know, those are very powerful things that you can do within your current role in order to feel a bit more inspired and get out of a slump in your role. I would love to hear about any ideas that you have in terms of what you've personally used to get out of a slump in your role. As well, you know, you can always reach out to me on LinkedIn or Twitter now at Ashlinkwitch and um, or send me an email. I would love to hear from you. So thanks again for tuning in and I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Destiny by Degree podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review so we can continue to help other young professionals transform and grow. You can get in contact with me on my Instagram at ash.link or via email to hello at ashleylinkwich.com. I'll see you on the next episode.